Good morning, Thursday, February 24th. And yes, yet again, this week is bringing new faces. My man Michael Cirillo is next to me, and we're ready to go. Everywhere I go, the people really want to know who I is and who I be. They stop and stay with me. It just... If you're listening to the pod, you can't see it, but that that song just got Cirillo so excited. He figured combing his beard was the only logical thing that he could do. Oh man, next. he just got. I was like, dude, I can leave it right there. <laughs> so That's much. What I'm gonna do. I'm gonna it was like the- so much suave and you know just swagger <laughs> along with it. He was like, I got swagger on my beard, swagger in the bounce, all that type of stuff. So, how you doing this morning, sir? I am fantastic. How are you? Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm glad you're on the pod again. And uh, and we're missing Paul. Uh, interestingly enough, just as a as anecdotally, we we have uh, unfortunately let Paul go to Waco, Texas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I he, he's here in Dallas. I couldn't get the guy to shut up about all the things he wanted to see in Waco. And I'm just hoping we don't see him on some sort of crime documentary <laughs> as an unfortunate subject of the Kool-Aid he, drinking. He's like, he's like in the back of the, the Chip and Joanna Gaines's house. He's like just peeking in their windows, trying to get design tips. Right. <laughs> we were at dinner last night. He's like, okay, fine. I'll show you. Here's the house I'm staying at. And it's all redesigned. And, <laughs> I'm worried for my kids because it's so beautifully staged. And we're like, calm down, Paul. Okay, oh just goodness. calm down. It's going to be okay. It's going to be all right. Well, we're glad. I'm glad that he's getting that time with his family. But uh, yes. but we've got stuff to get to today. And uh, we just wanted to follow up. We had a little conversation on Tuesday. It's been 24, 48 hours since we talked about uh, Charmin and Poop Mojis. And, uh, and, and, you know, not to, not to lean into that too much, but... Uh, we, we just went back, poked around the Instagram real quick and their Instagram channel is really interesting just to see like their trend of engagement and interaction leading up to the day, right. With just people paying attention to their brand. It was like a hundred plus or minus interactions a day per post. And then all of a sudden, boom, they drop the float going down the New York river and the posts, you know, with the image and all of a sudden you know, video engagement goes up 10x, uh, post engagement goes up 10x, and then follows the next day on just a random post. So they have yeah. people's attention is what I'm trying to say. And you know what? And, and let's be real. I mean, getting 100 interactions on average, they're doing better than most brands probably right. on, on social and, and through their marketing efforts. Right. But the fact that, to your point, they were able to 10x that, I think about this from a dealer perspective. What are most dealers still doing? They're handing a white piece of cardstock to their clients who have just purchased cars so that they can Photoshop, I was here, or like, you know, should have bought your car from Chevy right. Knight or whatever you're branding yourself as. And it's like, but what happens if you just learn to speak your community's language? Right. Gary V talked about this when I when I chatted with him years ago. He's like, learn the language of your community, speak it over and over and over again. And that's how you actually build a presence. And that's how you get, you know, increased engagement. And I just think yep. that's that's such a huge call out for Charmin because they know, while well, we talked about it, they know who they're speaking to and they knew what kind of, they, they anticipated what kind of engagement they get. From they that. knew exactly what was going to happen. You know, what's, uh, I was actually talking to someone last night um, about, uh, I was at a dinner with some marketers and I was talking about like the the way that we approach social media and the way that we approach approach even media and how like 
bringing that local is so important, right? This, this, uh, marketer was, they did a cars and coffee and then videoed the whole thing, but it was like all within their city, right? They rode through the city and, Mm. and, and like the cars rode through the city. So the imagery was all very hyper local. Right. And, uh, you know, like understanding that just taking photos at your dealership or in the showroom feels local to you because that's where you're at every day, but it doesn't feel local to your customers. Right. And so, Mm -hmm. Like Charmin could have done a really nice spot in a really pretty cleaned up house, right? And let put a poop emoji on top of a on on top of a toilet. But instead, they put the poop emoji in front of the Statue of Liberty, right? Mm. Like, yep. So just you know, the background, the foreground, what's what's around if relevance for people is like. I know what that is. It's interesting that you're interacting with that, right? We yeah. when I was when I was with uh, the dealer group. We actually would take cars downtown and just shoot them in downtown Nashville, right? In in front of the arena, in front of uh, the 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 football stadium, in in high traffic areas next to the conference center, right? And it was like those were the ones that got the most engagement, the most interaction, right? And we can't we can't draw like a straight line to ROI on engagement, but like we talked about on Tuesday, what you can do is understand how that impacts brand and impacts impressions. So. Here's something you can measure. Instead of spending money on the wacky, wavy, inflatable, flailing arm tube man, <laughs> go and find the biggest inflatable poop emoji you hey. can get and slap that sucker on your roof. Yeah. You're going to get kids stopping at drive bys all day. Yeah. Like every. No, please. <laughs> it's the poop. We have to take pictures with the poop on top of classic chevy or whatever your dealership's name is. oh my goodness uh, that's a challenge right there i someone's got to do it someone's got to do it to. oh man all right so we just moving on um wanted to talk about this but not too much because we are by far we are like the furthest thing from poli sci majors right um but <laughs> yesterday uh it was russia invading ukraine right they uh they dropped kind of the first like full-scale invasion uh there and some are calling an invasion some are not we don't want to lean into the whys or why nots or whether that's good or bad or anything like that but just a reminder that Knowing about that and being heads up about that is important, but recognizing that there's still business at hand, there's still people that you're going to interact with. I think you kind of said like, what was it? Like, keep your head up, but um, but be kind. Like, be 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 with people, yeah. right? It, it's this is a very visible reminder that people have stuff going on in their lives. Our hearts go out to the people of Ukraine. I don't like the idea of mm. someone telling me what to wear in the morning. Albeit I have a lack of color coordination and (laughs) would just wear stretchy pants all day if I could. I can't imagine what it's like where you're, you're living for free and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're kind of in the middle of this, but it, it highlights for me, everybody's got going on. Your employees have something going on. Your leaders, employees, your leaders have stuff going on. Imagine what happens if we have an outpouring of empathy and kindness and a, just even a, an inkling of desire to understand what's going on in someone else's lives. And then, and then, you know, what, like relying on the promptings you receive to be kind, to serve, to help lift somebody else, I think is just so crucial these days. Yeah. I, I think about that all the time. Like when, when so much of leadership, when I was in the dealership was, um, understanding like a lot of times when performance was taking a, like 
especially someone that had a steady performance capacity and then performance dipped, it was typically not there. You know, it wasn't like how many phone calls they were making or, you know, the way they were talking to customers or anything like that. It was something in the background, right? It was something that maybe wasn't like in the foreground that they were trying to hide. And just having that empathy to know that there are, there are things that people are dealing with that, um, that are relevant to, um, every interaction and that, that business is human business. You know, Paul says all the time, he's got it on his wall, like business is more meaningful when, you know, the human interaction is at the forefront. Um, and so the reminder of like, there are real people in Ukraine dealing with real hard things right now. Is there real people in your dealership, in your business right now that are dealing with really hard things and reaching out, touching base, like this is a prime opportunity to just do that today. Right. Um, so yeah. And it can be really easy too. You know, um, I have a Friday thing that I do. Now I'm exposing all my secrets. Yes. I have a Friday thing what I do. I open up Facebook Messenger and whatever names are kind of, I don't know how this works. Some people I don't, I'm, I haven't had conversations with in a while, but a couple of scrolls and I see them in my Messenger. Yeah. My Friday little tradition for myself is before I leave for the day, for the weekend, I'll just open them up at random, click open a voice note and just say, hey, my, you popped into my mind. My mind said to my body, leave a message. This is the message. I hope you're doing well. And without fail, man, uh, and I don't say this because I think I'm anything. It's just something I, I you know, it's one of my things. Yeah. But, but just something as silly as that, it's crazy by, by Sunday, Monday morning, how many people go, I can't tell you how much I needed that. Mm. And I think this thing with Ukraine and, and you bringing it up just really underscores that we're human. We're only human. Perfection yeah. is not achievable, but accountability is. And and we can we are all equally accountable to each other to lift and lighten each other's load. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm gonna go for a stretch here, but speaking of being human, segue time. There are a lot of humans right now that are purchasing vehicles. Um, for record highs. And if you're in the industry, you know that, right? Um, if you have spent any time around any manager in the industry, it's like prices are going up, markups, you know, there there's different stories and different, different lines on markups or used car prices because of, you know, short demand. Um, but an experience study recently came out um, and I'll just like read off some of the, some of the data, but more and more uh, consumers are extending their loans to six and a half and seven years um, to be able to drive down payments. Yet within that, in new cars, actually the amount financed is up as an average of $4,000 year over year. And then and a new monthly loan is up $65 a month, even with the extended term. So, um, you know, obviously we, we talked about like people are still bringing a lot of equity, trade equity is there, but it doesn't, it doesn't get away from the fact that the, that payments are increasing, right? We're seeing used car prices up 20% year over year as an average and used car monthly loan payments at an all time high average of 488 a month, which if you think about that, the previous, you know, what, what we used to expect is that like high 300s payment that under $20,000 total amount finance to to bring that up to almost $500 a month on a used car. Um, this is this is pressing consumers in a whole new way. And understanding that at the dealership level, I think is really important. Like 
again, going back to kind of being empathetic, right? There's, there's the reality that we have to charge these prices because that's what we're acquiring the vehicles for, but still the empathy that this is what consumers are being met with in the market. Mm. And, and that level of demand too, you know, my, my big worry on the back end of this is that it's making people soft because things are so good and you're selling things for record price and you're making more with less inventory. And all of a sudden on the back end of this, when, when things perhaps start to normalize or become new normal and, and things soften a little bit, we're not going to know, we're not going to know what to do with ourselves. We're not going to be able to sell that 2003 Chevy Tahoe with 255,000 miles and rips in the seats for 23995 because it's only going to be worth 2995. Right. <laughs> right, exactly. You know, interestingly enough, I was uh having a conversation on uh the clubhouse which, you know, there's good and bad about that, but it was a it's an automotive room that runs every single day modern day car sales this morning and there was this conversation about like leads dropping and then the potential of leads uh, shooting up in March if things like how the tax returns are coming back in are happening. Mm -hmm. And when we think about, you know, that, uh, you know, the, the customer demand and how we're, how we're engaging with leads, um, it's, it's, it's really important to understand what these people are, what people are shopping for, what the average price of what you have is and what their capacity for purchasing is. And, and, um, and so I, you know, just another like anecdotal note on, Oh, I lost my headphones. I pulled them out. You can hear me, but I can't even hear anything that you're saying. This is great. I'm just laughing at you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's you call yourself a broadcaster. You you call yourself a podcast, man. You do this every day. Ha. Right. Yeah. Happens, man. No. So you hit record. I did hit record. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I think it's interesting that, um, that, you know, in this consumer demand thing, we could see, we're seeing, you know, leads dropping right now, but they could rebound. And then, you know, paying attention to the first news story, just it is not lost on me that literally every day is different right now. And, and thinking that tomorrow is going to end up the same as today is just utterly a ridiculous thought, right? So, so paying attention, seeing how those shifts and changes in both pricing or lead acquisition or customer communication, um, you know, I, I think that that's the that's like the drive home point for me at this point. You, did you ever play those the or not play, but read those books back in elementary school, the Choose Your Adventure books? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so I was probably in the seventh grade when I realized I make really bad life decisions from reading those books because I would always choose the path of least resistance <laughs> and then always, always, always my character would end up being eaten by the monster on page 63. <laughs> I was just like, okay, well, I guess I suck. Right. Um, to the point where the Italian in me was like, these books are fixed. No matter what happens, you get eaten by the monster on page 63. I don't know why right. I'm from Brooklyn, but, <laughs> but then I realized, no, no, no. As I flipped through the pages and maybe try to fabricate better decisions right to look forward just a little bit no you could actually prevail you could be the victor of this story Mm. that's kind of what we're experiencing today short-sightedness a little bit losing touch with the fact that this is a people business and in a people business even with new and emerging technology you still have to understand how people move how people think their behaviors their appetites um if you're not if, if you're only focused on the climate today, on the automotive state of the union today, you may 
be surprised to find that you're going to get eaten by the monster on page 63. Of course, I don't think you want that to happen, Kyle. I sure as heck don't want that to happen, which is why I'm always so excited to join you here on Asodu. Absolutely. Well, we know that those paying attention with their head up just a little bit and one foot in the now and one foot in the future are those that are troublemakers and part of the Automotive Center of the Union, and they won't be eaten by monsters. Monsters.